This is music from people I know. This is my guest, Ryan Smith. He uh, worked with me and uh, still indeed. works at Center Staging Studios. And uh, yeah. yeah, so he'll be on the show today. So yeah, I see you got that mic. Is that what you use for your uh, for your recording? For your yeah, guitars and vocals? Used, uh, for the, yeah, I've used it on the last album I did, and uh, I like it a lot. Yeah, it sounds great. I saw Tom York with one. Oh yeah, is that where you got it from? So so yeah, I saw him using one on uh, live from the basement. And I was like, okay, I'll get one of those. Yeah, they're fantastic, yeah. Mike. It's uh, yeah. it's one of the first um, microphones ever made. And then there's wow. mine. Mine and yours were like invented right around the same time. Really? Where's yours? I can't see it. Um, it is right there. Hello. Yeah, nice. It's, it's a Neumann hey, TLM one hundred three. So, I mean, nowadays they're priced a little bit more just because of the name. Neumann's owned by Sennheiser. Really? Yeah. So, Interesting. So if you buy the, I think it's MD740 or something like that, it's a really high-end large diaphragm. It's basically yeah. the same as that mic. Nice. As far as quality is concerned, at least. Right. Uh yeah, Buddy, dude. it's cold out here. You said you're putting your heater on. It's getting cold out here, actually. Oh, God, dude. Um, I have friends in Denver. They're waking up to minus 10. Oof. I, I woke Brutal. up, I think it was like minus, or it was like 5. Yeah, it's cold, buddy. Yeah, it's definitely cold. But, you know, the houses, they hold the heat really well, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, my house, I have the thermostat set to 75. And yeah. It pretty much stays that way all all year round. It better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't need a, uh, AC. I have a swamp cooler. I mean, I don't even know if you okay. know what a swamp cooler is. We had one at CS a long time ago. Right, yeah, we don't. they don't have it, them in L.A. It's okay. No. no, I don't know where that one came from. No, it, it's a desert thing. It has to be dry. Really? Yeah. Really, okay. Yeah, otherwise you're just putting more moisture in the air. Okay. Because what it is, so what is it? it's a big vat of water that has a big fan on top of it. And okay. there's a pump that sucks the water up, and then it sprinkles the water down filters, pulling okay. air through the cold, the the chilled filters. Ah, uh, okay. So you're just pulling in like misted a... air, basically. Okay. Kind of like an air conditioner, but on a different scale. Yeah, yeah. Because the AC just pulls the water. AC pulls the heat out. Here and I think it does the same thing. I think it pulls a little bit of moisture and and uh, processes it somehow. Dude, I don't know. Who am I kidding? Come on. <laughs> I'm not HVAC guy. <laughs> I'm a musician. <laughs> I could hardly count to six, you know? <laughs> I'm an inventory guy, so I can count to at least ten. <laughs> I can get into the double digits at least. <laughs> Yeah, I have a hard time counting past six. So. <laughs> uh, stick with a four-string bass, though. Yeah, exactly. Five. Uh -oh. I play a five. This one's got. This one's got I, seven, though. I see. There's an extra string so, there. It's not. It's a little forget confusing. That. <laughs> I mean, it is just a B string, so it's the same as me. Yes. It's just like a bass. Yeah, it's just the same as me. Yeah. You're a little weird by adding the B too. on the top side. That's odd. You know, I never understood why it went B, uh, E A D G B 
to E. Uh-huh. I never quite understood that. It never stayed perfect fourths. Like, bass is perfect fourths. The next string is right. C. I think it helps with the chords, actually, because those fourth intervals, chords are thirds. Right. So you need that third interval because it, 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 it gets too spread out when you just use all fourths. Right, right. That's my guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a bass player. I like fourths. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, fourths are great for bass. For if you want chords, though, you need the thirds in there. Right, and and you know that. But what's weird is uh, violin and mandolin. They're both uh, fifths. They're fifths, but you got more room to put your hands because they're small. Yeah, they're so tiny, dude. You got it. Like my hands are thin. I have like really thin hands for, but they're long. Like yeah. I've been told I have piano fingers. Do so it. I'm picking it up. I got I got a piano. piano. Yeah. Good. So so Me I am too. learning it. I got to get some lessons. I'm looking for someone to do lessons with. Nice. Yeah. So. My uh, we started writing songs last year, and my buddy Matt. He's a guitar player like me, and he's, he wrote on piano. So I started learning his songs on piano. And because he's not a great piano player, it allowed me to learn at a at a pace. Right. You know, so it's, it was a fun way to learn, just learning my buddy's songs, you know. Right, yeah. And I've kind of already picked up a little bit of it and throughout the years just playing key- keyboard. Yeah. You know? And keyboard, I definitely don't consider that to be piano by any stretch. You know, synth is yeah. closer to it, but yeah. Turn off my wife. Yeah, piano's a beast. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, so. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, she yeah. is nice. I got I got that. mine. She's behind the screen. Hello. Yeah, I'm hiding her. <laughs> Mine's yeah. actually, I got the Native Instruments one, and then I've got nice. Native Instruments Complete, so I've got, like, the whole sound package. That stuff's library. hot right now. Oh, dude, nice. everything's made in Native Instruments as far as samples and sounds and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, that's what everyone's using right now. That and, yeah. you know, like, the DJ software that they have is really, really pretty damn good. Tractor. Really? Yeah. It's okay, really, yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot of DJs are using Tractor, and a lot of uh, synth guys are using Native Instruments plugged in with their computer, and they'll just use any synth uh, controller. Yeah, you know. There you go. Yeah, and a lot of these guys they come up um, up to Aspen and stuff like that, and they have, you know, they'll rent the Motif, whatever, you know, the standard keyboard yeah. setup, and then they'll yeah. just bring their laptop and plug it in, and they're just actually using Native Instruments. Really? They're just, just using the, the keyboard itself. The the Motif keypad is one of the best on the market. Mm-hmm. If you talk to most key players. I believe it. Mine's a Yamaha. I like the uh I don't love the feel on it to tell you the truth, but I do like it and I like the overall keyboard. But I've always been a big Yamaha fan.
meet Nigel. This is my pup. Nigel? What the hell's going on? Is this your associate producer? Yeah, yeah. Actually, he's the uh, he, he's the head producer. He, he makes sure. Ah, he's in yeah, charge. I can yeah, see. Yeah, he's, he's the boss man, you see. So he makes sure that you feel loved, too. That's important. Yeah. yeah he, Looking he, good, buddy. Yeah, he's a good little dog. He's a good little guy. <laughs> he's a Yorkie Wawa. He's going to be a Yorkie in the show. Wawa? Yeah, Yorkie nice. Wawa. Part Yorkshire Chop Terrier and uh, Chihuahua. <laughs> oh, that kind of wawa. A huahua. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely uh, got chihuahua in him, but he's more yeah. terrier. Definitely more terrier. He okay, looks more terrier. Cutie. Okay. <laughs> he's being a pain in the ass. He's like, nope, he's going to be in the show. Yep, he wants to be in it. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's all right. Dude, check turned. this out. My dad made this. It's a pick uh, made of Bakelite. It's like an old... I think oil-based huh. material. They used to make a lot of antiques out of it. My dad sent it to me. It's pretty hard, actually. Huh. But it sounds really good on the on the Gibson. It has a lot of a lot of clarity on the notes. I don't usually like hard picks. He does, but uh, I like this one for some reason. See, we're talking about picks. I used the yellow Dunlops. Nice yeah. in the middle, standard. Hello. Yeah, that's it. Yep. 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 That's what I Sometimes use. if I strum too loud, go a little bit lighter because I'm strumming too loud. See, and I go the Use other the direction. Orange. I go to the blue ones if I feel like I'm strumming too loud. Oh, uh, really? Why. That it helps may... you? Yeah, it gets me to not hit it as hard, I think. Uh, yeah, because it has no no give to it. I can see that. Yeah, I'm using a thicker string. Yeah, I just keep strumming hard, and this makes it quieter because it's lighter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when I can't control myself. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I, uh, I've i definitely gotten to play more with my hands. You know, as a bass player, you're more of a yeah. finger-oriented thing. But, you know, yeah. I, I, I sound cleaner on with a pick. You know? Really? Yeah. More consistent. It's easier to get more consistent with a pick. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot tighter and... You know, I can groove with it a little better. So I end up playing with a pick when I'm recording. Yeah. Okay. Whatever works, man. Dude, I got my drums on Monday. So I'm jamming on drums now. Yeah, how is it? Dude, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I bet, dude. What kind of kit did you get? Uh, the Ludwig Breakbeats, the little small one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's 10, 10, 13, and the kick is a 16. It's tiny. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a floor tom, and then it's a full like cool, cool snare. Yeah. See if I can show you. How's that look there? Yeah, dude. Yeah, buddy, dude. Dude, that, that's perfect. too much. Too much fun. Fuck, man. Too much fun. So now you need to get a uh, get some drum mics. Nope. I'm keeping it simple. I mic'd it up last night with two mics. This one. And a 57 kind of up high. Mm. And it's not the greatest sound. It'll probably make you cringe, but... Replace the, 50 Replace the 57. Uh-oh, here it comes. With something like this. Here, here comes the dollars. Oh, no, it's not it? a lot Condenser. of dollars. Oh, is that an 81? No, it's actually an uh, Audio-Technica. Okay. So it's a... Uh, it's a pretty decent microphone though. There it's this one's the AT3031 
And this one in okay. particular was still made in Japan. And as okay. you know, with guitars, the Japanese quality stuff is just about as good as American. Yeah. And they have good style, too. Yeah, exactly. I love the, I love the Fender Japan stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Japan product is really, you know, as far as music gear goes, it's really as good as American product. Yeah, a lot of times. Same with German. Yeah? Yeah. I like the German Who's, products they too. Do, they do bass stuff. I know they do bass yeah. stuff. Warwick. Susan Kettner. Spectre. Hughes and Kettner. That's good stuff. Yeah. Angle. They do it. Yeah, that's Neumann. true. Neumann. Sennheiser. Neumann, really? Okay. Yeah, okay. Wow. That is good stuff. Um, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of good stuff. But if you replaced it with the small diaphragm pencil mic and you used that mic, that's an acceptable it, two mic is setup. Does it catch more spread probably? Because 57, um, obviously, is going straight, pretty straight. It's a little less directional. There's still the same uh, cardioid pattern. It's still pretty directional, though? Okay. Yeah, they're still... They're, th that one in particular, I think, is still a cardioid. So they have a yeah. couple of different styles. There's cardioid, hypercardioid, um, omnidirectional, and yeah. uh, there's one other one. Um, I can't think of it right now. But So, like, omnidirectional yeah. picks up double sides the other one picks okay. up oh super hyper and regular cardioid okay. hyper cardioid has a smaller section in the back which is like okay. the beta 58 okay the handheld singing microphone and that's for feedback right. rejection okay and keeps then, it really tight yeah and then the capsule the capsule is the same on the 58 to the 57 it's the head that makes it different between the 58 and the 57. Really? Uh-huh. And they, and they sound different. Oh, yeah. Sound, there's, a lot more, there's, there's a different sound on the 58. Yeah, it's because of that um, cone that they put on top of it. Interesting. That Yeah, that has a big doing to the sound because there's ah. the foam and all that other stuff in there. That changes. I love the 57. Love the 57. I use it for everything, and then I put something yeah. else with it to give it more character. Okay. That's my choice. Okay. Like, if I record a guitar, I'll, um, yeah. I'll have, like, an SM57 and then a stereo pair of uh, Sennheiser 609s. Okay. The, they're the paddle, flat paddle microphone. I have one of those, yeah. Yeah, those yeah, sound beautiful. Yeah, I talked to, uh, yeah... I don't have a real critical ear for this type of thing, but I was talking with uh, Dan Bull from He Makes 65 Amps. Okay. You know 65 Amps? Not familiar. They're, they're good amps out of like North Hollywood. They're high-end okay. boutique stuff. But he said, yeah, when I see Watch TV, I can hear this 57. I can tell it's a 57. And he likes the 609. And so based on that conversation, I got a, I got a 609. So. Yeah, so I don't know if I noticed a huge difference, but I'm so sure it's there. The 609 has a little more body, mm -hmm. um, and then like the 57 has a more clangy, stringy sound, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. hey, my mom must be getting home. The dogs are going nuts. <laughs> like, it's going to be in the recording. They're like, Mom, we're trying to do a show. Keep it down. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're the ones <laughs> making the noise. Yeah, I, I, I'm allowed to make all the noise I want, and I do make a lot of noise. Constantly, you gotta have that. That's why I have my practice space. Yeah, That's so, why I have so it. tell me about your noise. rehearsal space. So it's a ten by twelve. 
It's uh, it's only twenty minutes away. Uh, Third Encore uh, runs the place. You probably know them from the big nice place they have uh-huh. in in uh, Burbank, North Hollywood. It's actually but they have a lot of other this, lockouts. It's probably the studio I was crashing at. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's on uh, Varna. It's down Sherman Way on Varna. Oh, it's no. 20 minutes from my house and so okay <laughs> the, the one that i was crashing at was a third encore studio was uh in north hollywood off, really like right off of coanga like one block towards burbank off of coanga magnolia oh they have one there cool yeah they have three Man, i used over to there. live right there wow yeah there's three I used to live right there. there nice but yeah it's nice it's it's clean the place is clean the guy across the hall actually crashes there. He's been there for years. <laughs> it's super common, and they just dude. Let him, they just let him live there. So There was another good. dude when I was doing it, when I was there in 2012. Oh, man, this guy, he was bad, bro. They they paid uh, my buddy to clean it out. And, uh, uh, dude, he was a hoarder. There was, like, you know, de- <laughs> you know dead animals in the fucking thing, uh, dude. Oh, fuck. It was bad, dude. That's gross. That's gross, dude. I don't want that. No, I don't no. want that. No, and that's the problem you get. Like there, at that one, you're not allowed to have like a microwave or refrigerator of any kind. Yeah, or, yeah, you gotta have those rules. Yeah, you gotta have those rules. It gets bad quick. Yeah, you can't trust musicians. <laughs> We're a real lazy bunch when we want yeah. to.
I mean, you're probably the most stable musician I've ever met with the job of how many years? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've been there 12 years. I know. Yeah, it's pretty stable, dude. <laughs> Can't imagine it. It's because, I don't know, I have the music outlet to keep me keep me level. Yeah, right? That's a big deal. Gotta have it. Gotta so I got it. married and moved out here, and I didn't have much of a music outlet. Uh-huh. And became very unstable. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. So tell me about your seven string there. What you got? Dude, in it's that? a Schecter. It's a Schecter. Uh, also from my dad. Nice. He and I get into the seven strings about the same time, and he got a carbon, and he bought this one kind of on a whim. It's a Schecter uh, Diamond Blackjack. It's kind of like a Les Paul custom type of a cosmetic. Right. And uh, he wound up, he didn't like it, so he sent it to me. I've put, I must have changed these pickups uh, five or six times. It came with Seymour Duncans, which I know you love. They were awesome. Mm -hmm. I put something in there, probably Lundgren's, which I didn't like. And then I I've bought Ibanez those. pickups. They're sick. I put Ibanez $15 pickups in there because of another guitar I liked. Took those out, put more Seymour Duncans in. Green Seymour Duncans, back to something else, and now these are Lundgrens, and they're fifty nine. They're like a Les Paul. They're very low output, okay, out of mid range, and so I'm back on the Lundgrens, and uh, I I scraped all the paint off. It was black, sanded it off, except for the yeah, except for the yeah, headstock. Okay. I kept I kept that intact just because I wanted to represent the brand and keep it intact. Right. Okay. But. Uh, put a three-way switch instead of it had a five-way so it's three so it's more basic the bridge is something else aftermarket i can't think of who tone pros probably and tone uh Pro makes the best bridges yeah i'm sure that's probably what it is and this is my main guitar i've had it i've had it a long time and uh it's my main one i love it it has a great sound i'm really attached to how it plays and everything how it sounds lundgren is Check uh, it's good stuff London Lundgren is the pickups that Meshuggah uses, right? Exactly. That's why yeah. I got them. Okay. And I got the Meshuggah pickups, and I didn't like it. it. had a had a high end that I didn't like. I have them in my eight string right now, actually. The the Meshuggah pickups, but I for this I got the uh, the Les Paul sound, the lower output. I like it a lot. So is your uh, is your eight string fanned or is it a standard bridge? Or standard it's, it's standard bridge. It's all flat. It's twenty-seven inch, and it's Kiesel, and they're they're carbon. Yeah, I know Kiesel. They, uh, yeah, so they make sick guitars. I felt I fell in love with it at Nam because they made a larger neck option, and as soon as they offered that, I was like, "Take my money, let's do this." <laughs> so Have you, I got a walnut walnut eight string, walnut neck, walnut body, and uh, it's a beast. It's a super have, beast. Have you played on the fan frets? I never have. I I just touched them at Nam for ten seconds. I never really have jammed on one though. Yeah, my buddy Everybody says they're natural. Yeah, my buddy is like one hundred percent all about it. That's like He's he won't play it. his Ibanez anymore. Like he really? has to play. Does he, he play? He plays an eight string Ibanez. Ibanez, yeah, with a fan fret. No, and that's why he no. won't play it anymore. Because ah. it's not fan. He can't. Okay. He found that if he doesn't use like a specific uh, string set, it doesn't tune properly, and the you scale know, it's, gets it's knocked true. out. 
Yeah, the tension feels weird. When, when you're on the high strings, when you're 27 inches long, it feels weird. It's super tight. It's too tight. Right. You know, it's okay on the low end. So that's why you want that, that different scale length because on those treble strings, you know, a long scale, it's just it feels too tight. Right. It's hard to bend. It's everything, everything feels it weird. It slows you down. It gets muddy. Yeah. Yeah. So I just accept it for what it is and kind of look at it as it just its own instrument just accept it. okay this is how it is play it differently okay. but if you're just like i play less pauls and then you and you go okay i play less pauls and here's an eight string you're going to be bummed out because you're going to hate not, it it feels different yeah it feels different and it plays different right it's like but, it took me a little while to get used to five string bass i grew up on four you know, really? playing punk rock on four string bass you know just and that's all i did you know yeah <laughs> maybe every yeah, once yeah. in a while i'd go boo -doo -boo -doo -boo -doo -boo 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 right and they would look at you like what is, what is he doing right wow oh my god now i'm like <laughs> no dude please please i'm not yeah. that good <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just had a little oh, seizure flicking. don't trip I thought I had that on mute. That's your producer again, huh? No, that was the uh, that was another producer. <laughs> so, okay. Well. So I've decided that I want to get into film. So I started looking into like cameras and stuff like that. I've learned it, learned about some of this screen stuff and you know the yeah. purposing of it. This is actually just a sheet, but I mean, really, it makes yeah. such a big difference in the video. I'm sure you can see it now on your end it looks even better now than it did the other yeah. day right last time yeah yeah so every time i do this it's it's becoming better and better you know like yeah that's fun i was trying to put in the back behind me a tile of my music from people i know my logo yeah and yeah. because i was recording that at the same time as recording everything else it my computer just didn't hang couldn't handle it Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And So you're going to do it afterwards? Yeah, now I'm going to do it after effect. I might not do it because it, it <laughs> looks good. I mean, yeah. It really does look fine, you know? Really? Just with that sheet? Yeah. Dude, whatever works. And I could always just plaster the logo over your face and over my face and just, <laughs> you know, we could be talking <laughs> logo faces. <laughs> Dude, okay, that, now we have to do that. Now we have to do that. I want to be tied. I just want to be tied. <laughs> no, or be McDonald's. Before you know it, they're going to have a tied warning label. This is not candy. Please do not eat. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> so please. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but uh, mm. I think that Darwinism is the best thing on fucking planet Earth, and natural selection <laughs> needs to happen some more. That's it, dude. That's it. Just just let people at it. They're, they'll work it out. I'm not they'll saying kill all the stupid people. I'm simply no? saying remove the warning labels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And it'll, I mean, you know, nature will take its course. I think it'll fix it it'll itself at out. that point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We don't need to help too much. <laughs> no, just we don't need go. to aid the process. Just let it go, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So tell me about Dead Hooker. Did you get to watch the video that I made? 
Dude, I watched the first few seconds and I was excited that you made something with it, but I didn't. I didn't take the time to watch the full. Did you do? Did you do a whole thing? Yeah, I did a whole thing for it. Who were those people in it? I was like, this is crazy. So I have to actually say this. I don't exactly know where I got it from. I got it from from YouTube, and it just showed up in my list of next up, and it was perfect. It said royalty free. Wow. But I don't know who who I got it from, so I kind of feel bad because I can't give proper credit to who filmed it. Cool, cool. do know that you know it's not for commercial use, but you can use it for whatever value it's worth. You know, you can pass oh, awesome. it around I'll and post it, it up. I'll send it over. I'll send another That's version exciting. of it for you. Okay, right. I've found different versions can you, work. Can you put it on YouTube? Yeah, it's going to be in the video. Or would that be? Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be in this That's episode. Cool. Awesome. I've never had a uh, music video that I'm aware of, so that's pretty rad. Well, that's a new service I'm thinking of taking on, so you know a guy. <laughs> this guy, he's just killing them all. Uh, you know, I got, I only got one stone here, so I got to catch as many birds as I can with this one fucking stone. <laughs> For real. Man, isn't that it? Isn't that it? So tell me about yeah, so, uh, Dead Hooker. How did that song come to be? So... So, uh, so, uh, 19, 18, 19 years ago, I started writing, 20 years ago, I started writing songs with my buddies and wrote that one. I was into jazz, so the harmony's a little bit jazzy. And, uh, and it was just an instrumental piece because the instrumental character kind of carried it. And then 10 years ago, I had written a few sets of lyrics for it. And 10 years ago, I was in Austin, Texas. I kind of went out of my mind and I I was like, I'm going to move to Austin. I hate Los Angeles. So I moved there like an idiot, like a musician. And, uh, and I wrote that song. It's just kind of about, uh, love, you know, and how I can't get it right and how it feels and everything. And, uh, and it turned into a really cool tune because I think the harmony is really strong. And so when I recorded it, I put some horns on there. Somebody recommended, I thought it was a great idea. I put some, trumpet and trombone and uh it doesn't come out great it's on a keyboard a yamaha but I uh <laughs> i love how it came out yeah i love how it came out so it uh
it, it makes me happy. <laughs> it's definitely a good song. I, you know, I'm, I was sitting there like rocking it while I was listening to it. It yeah. reminds me of, uh, I, I forget who does the original of it, but the, the 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 funny version of it is no effects on rib you know together on the sand no together on the it sand like a sweet song sweet feel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, let me ask you let me ask you were you surprised when the horn came in yes it did catch or me did, off or guard. did it feel natural yes good <laughs> it totally caught me off guard i'm glad I'm glad. <laughs> I was just expecting you and your guitar, you know, the whole way through. And, and then here it yes. comes. I'm like, oh, hey. And then it took me one pass through to go away. And then I get to the end where the vibrato is. the And I'm like, oh, man. Can I get a real trumpet part on that? I'll play it for you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, exactly. You need a real guy or a flugelhorn. Well, you know yeah, I play trumpet, day. right? Oh, do you really? I do. Dude, I'll send See, you the I'll send you the stems, bro. I've actually got something that's really worth me uh breaking the uh the studio down. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> okay. I just got this thing paid off. It took me like really? five years, but I got it paid off. What is it? It's a Bach. It's like a, it's the bottom of the line professional model. Hell so, yeah. Great sound. Better than an intermediate, but not quite. Yep. Damn, but, that was sweet magic. Sweet jazz magic. Now this one, this one's uh -oh. the fun. This is what I actually jumped up for, okay? Because uh -oh. not very many people have these things. I've actually never okay. once seen it. Except for... Okay, here. I'm excited. It's a plastic trombone. No, not quite. Oh, oh a toy? What the hell is that? Is that a toy <laughs> trombone? No. Dude, you can do both parts. What the hell is that? It's a slide trumpet. Or a soprano what? trombone. 
Wow, is it the same range as a trumpet? That's nuts. So, this thing. What the hell? Uses a trumpet mouthpiece. That's my same mouthpiece okay. for my, my trumpet. See? Okay. It's a little drier sounding. Much drier. So obviously oh, it's like by it. design. Okay, because okay. it's so straight. The lead pipe, the way that trumpet so there's another instrument like trumpet, it's called cornet. And okay, yeah. um the cornet has a gradual lead pipe that starts at one size and gradually gets to the bell size the whole way through okay. the instrument. Trumpet okay stays one size bell or one size bore until like the last lead tube. Now okay. this is one bore all the way through until the very end lead tube. So okay. that has an effect on the tone. And wow. uh, I think that's part of what makes it so dry. Plus this is just a student instrument. Okay, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That is fucking sick right <laughs> i seen yeah. it once on a tv show just recently on netflix and okay i'm not sure it's like dixieland or something no. new orleans no it was used as a toy okay yeah it was represented as a toy people who don't know how to eat they don't know what they're playing with right they don't know that that's actually like one hell of a really cool instrument it's <laughs> crazy. I never even heard that. That's awesome. Do you have a trombone? Um, so, when I bought my trumpet, I first had bought a trombone. Yeah. And I was, you know, and I bought this little cheap garage sale trumpet. Okay. I was giving lessons on trumpet to a to a student, and decided I needed to up my game on my trumpet. So yeah. I traded the trombone back and got a trumpet. Okay. So, no, I don't have a trombone, but I will probably be buying another one. Sweet. Have you seen those plastic ones? 158 bucks? No. <clears throat> Dude, they look awesome. I want one. They're 150 bucks, and they're, you can get red or purple or green. And uh, I don't know if it has a plastic mouthpiece. Probably. But it's plastic, and people say it's decent. Players say it's actually decent. I don't see. Why, I got too much stuff though. Be. Yeah, I should you're, just stick with it. You're talking All to me, man. Stuff. I've got a lot of stuff too, man. Yeah, but time, time is the question, you know.
Did you actually quit? Did you quit cigarettes? Mm, not quite. I'm working on it. It's still Close. a goal. Yeah. I've got. I'm yeah. down to like five, six a day, four, five. Good, yeah. You know. Yeah, so. it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I quit five years ago. Did you? And uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you got to do it. Poof. So glad I did. It's like I never smoked. I can't. I don't know how I was. Well, you get addicted. It's fucking. It's very yeah. addictive. I took so, Chantix for two week or two months. Really? Yeah, fuck you all up. <laughs> you don't look like that was a pleasant experience. No, it worked. It it made me not like it, cigarettes, and oof. it took away any craving. But it it also took away any give a fuck I had. It gave me really gnarly dreams. It <sighs> uh, it made me very aggressive too. I ended up quitting a really? job while I was on it. Like ah, that's too yeah. that's, that's, that's too strong. That's not natural. No, but it's not I, natural. I I weighed out the two. You know, cigarettes yeah. is a lifelong addiction, or a month or two of taking this really hardcore psychotropic drug. Yeah. And I kind of said, well, let's try this. Let's try the psychotropic sure. drug and see what it does. And sure. you know. I could really see after taking it, I could really see how you can go postal and go on a mass shooting spree. Ugh. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Scary. You know, and that Two that ingredients. You know, that is what these these uh mass shooters have all been on. And the school shooters. They've all been on Oh really? Yeah. Um Well Vitrin was one and that's used for uh stop smoking. Uh um, yeah, they have uh Prozac, which is the same thing. It's another SSRI. Serotonin, something or other, reducer, immuniter, something like that. Yeah, SSRIs are the the real bad drug in question. You know. Yikes. And so many people... I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, and they're fighting for all this gun stuff, and you got all these people running around on prescriptions that are worse than the gun, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. I don't know. I don't like that at all. It's definitely a tough Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Buy a gun instead. (laughs) Scary. Here's my advice. Meditate. That's the ticket. It's a good one. It's not... It's not... uh, Instant. It's not instant like a drug, but... uh, It's a hell of a lot safer, you know? Yeah, I could uh, could agree to that. Safer for your psyche. Right. That shit scares me. Gets you out of your head for a minute too. Yeah, yeah. I have a problem with being in my head. I get I get stuck in my head and I start running in circles in my head. You know. Yeah, dude. A lot of people do. It's freaking. It's a real thing. It's tough. It's it's why it helps to calm down, just breathe and and uh, reset yourself and meditate. So uh, it's. uh, it's important. <laughs> so you were mentioning that you had to drive 20 minutes to uh, to get to your recording studio. People think I'm yeah. crazy because my job is an hour and a half away from me. And it's a commute, yeah. you know. And I tell them, well, you yeah. know, I used to live in L.A. where you got to commute to do anything. What's the commute like in yeah. L.A. now? Yeah. What's your commute? Well, mine is uh, five minutes because I'm, I'm not playing the commute games, you know. Right, I, okay. I was giving my thanks today because I only live five minutes away but I won't have it any other way I, I, I'm not going to drive around for hours on end it's just not it's not something I'm willing to do you know 
But in order to do that, you had to sacrifice nice living. Do you live in like North Hollywood or? It's not bad. I live in Burbank. Uh, oh, you are. In I Burbank live with still? a couple. Yeah, I live with a couple roommates, and uh, it's awesome. Actually, I, I dig it a lot. Yeah. Okay. I still got my practice space where I can go make noise and. But you have to have two know? roommates, right? You can't do it on your own. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. Definitely costs. Yeah. See, out so, here. If you if you live where I live, you can do it on your own. You, really, anybody can do it for sure. I mean, it's it's only eight hundred bucks a month, and I got three bedrooms, a front yard, a backyard, a beautiful view. Yeah, you know, I've got That's probably sweet. four times what you have for. Yeah, you know, three times is less. You know? Yeah, that's a whole different lifestyle. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, you live in places like L.A. and New York and these other popular places, and it's it's expensive. It's a trade off, you know. Denver apparently is getting there. Um, it's, really? It's on a major rise as far as cost. Colorado's booming anyways, isn't it? Yeah, it started it seems back Seems like everybody's I, going there. Yeah, when I first moved here in 2007 was kind of like the beginning of the local boom and then the bubble burst in 2008 mm-hmm. hit here in like 2009. Mm. And uh, after that, it kind of slowed down and it's now starting to pick back up. Because yeah. it's a tourist area where I'm at, it's uh, it's slower to start and slower to hit. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I don't I don't know quite how it works, but I've seen it happening here where you can tell that things are on the rise because people are starting to come back and tourism's picking up and you know that's wow. our biggest deal is tourists. So if really? yeah, if people aren't making money, they're not going on vacation. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm from Maine. It's called Vacation Land and right. tourism is is probably one of the biggest industries there. Everybody comes in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get the camps and and then everybody just leaves for for the rest of the year. Right. And if they don't come, a lot of people don't get money, you know, so it's a yeah. big industry. I'm looking now I might be because tourism's been really bad because all the there's no snow. We haven't had hardly any mm-hmm. snow all year. There's no parties happening. There's no tourism wow. going on. So I'm like starting to think I need to move. I might be really. Yeah, I might be moving out towards Denver area. I still want to be in the mountains. I like being isolated. I uh, yeah. I don't like people anymore. <laughs> like I went to a. Uh, <laughs> this is great. I uh, I have a buddy who does lights for uh, R. Kelly, and. Uh, he was in Denver, and uh, so he got me some passes to go to the R. Kelly show, and I took a buddy of mine, and we were in, like, the friends and family-ish section that they kind of had set up, and it was nice yeah. because there wasn't a whole ton of people around us, because the whole time I'm, like, looking around, like, <laughs> and there's so many people, Marcus, make them go away. <laughs> but I tell you, okay. R. Kelly is one hell of a performer. Really? Fuck, awesome. dude. That guy killed it. He didn't pee on any girls that. either. Ah, no peeing, dude. Put on no. a good show, no pee. Gotta respect yeah. that. Yeah, and you know what? He did, I would say, about 30 to thirty minutes of his of his hour set was acapella. Wow. 100% acapella. Good man. I yeah. got a lot of respect for people who can sing like that yeah. and just go for it. Yeah, if you can sing a cappella, I mean, you and I are the type of guys that know the production that goes into live shows. And right. 
And this guy, if he can sing like that, like he did, I, I wish I had video of it because it's yeah. he was just so fucking spot on. Like, yeah, that's real. That's real. But, you know, there's a lot of ways to hide nowadays in that. You mm-hmm. know, if you're just singing for real, that's that deserves respect. Yeah, I mean, I can sing all day long with with all the processing that they use for some of these singers. Right. Yeah, I can sing bad all day long. You know. <laughs> Shit, you don't even need to be in time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's not that doesn't deserve any praise. No. But yeah, if you can really sing, that's that's the real deal. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I wouldn't be be praising R. Kelly if it wasn't really fucking worth it. Yeah, yeah. He's been going a long time. He's obviously a pro. He's the real deal. Over twenty years, if I remember correctly, it's like twenty five years or something like that. Yeah, good man. Yeah, he he did his whole encore set was all a cappella, dude. And then he did wow. he did this one number where he was on stage and then he disappeared at the end of the song and then they came out huh. with the cannons to distract you with the t shirt cannons and everybody okay. was super distracted. I know what's going on. I'm like, Oh, where's he gonna <laughs> pop up? He's gonna pop up. And they're shooting cannons like choo 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 and everybody's like, Woo, give me an R. Kelly shirt, piss on me <laughs> And then, boom, right in the middle of the audience, right behind us, there he is, standing there, with the wind blowing, shirt wide open, fucking, (laughs) and then he goes at it, dude, he did his whole acapella set in the audience. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty real. (laughs) That's awesome. So tell me about working at Center Staging, what's that like? Dude, it's rad. We just opened uh, a new play, a new office in New York, and sent a bunch of backline there. Got three or four guys. Now it's like eight or nine guys, and uh, been grabbing shows um, over the few months. And then we just did Grammys in, you know, two weeks ago, two three weeks ago. That was a big oh, push. We took like that. eight or ten guys. Oh yeah, it's huge. It was this one was really tough because. You know, after 15 or whatever years in L.A., we've done it and we're, we're ready for it. We know how to do it. You know, we're, right. we've got a lot of practice. So all of a sudden they move it to New York and we have brand new guys and... Uh, <laughs> I lost you. So, the last thing I heard was New York. Uh, <laughs> You sent a bunch of new guys here. to New York. Yep. Yeah. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, took like eight or ten guys from here, sent them there, a bunch of gear, and uh, pulled it off. But, man, it's always a challenge there, but it's always fun. We're growing, and it's a fun place to work. I mean, I've been there 12 years. It's obviously a fun, fun, right. cool place to work, you know, great people. 